one hand on that person. I feel like there is Welcome to the final night of Week of Apostolic Emphasis as we get into the last session for today. I want us to begin with Thanksgiving and thank God for how far he's brought us in this journey thank God for the revelation thank God for the teachings thank God for his servant so I just want us to go in with thanksgiving spirit of God we recognize your hand in this journey we recognize all that you have done father we say that all the praise belongs to you. All the honor belongs to you. Lebrakosa <laughs> <laughs> 
la braco sabaka se que te que preco sababa baba baba baya la braco shande que baraco saba le proco sapa le bracos catale bracos que te la maco bracos que te que bracos capala barra bacos que tiene baba 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 maco bracos abaco se que te que precos que tale macos cotapale brocos que te que bracos cotolaba le precos soto capale precos shande que bracos cate la catosa balacuso toco bracosha vale catusquetila la precosa pale bracosa balacasiquetela de que de cadosa baca bracosha teque capracosquete la coprocoso toco bracosa papale bracosquetela va de cracosa pale bracosha pale bracose teque bracosha de la pate que teque de bracosa pale bracosa Makosa <laughs> We adore you, God. We worship you. Le palano kosa pale katisketela. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. La akosa tela pale karoko satela. Mane anakusi keta kabase adekale. Ane akuda bakuse keteke palaya kuse dadaba. And Father, as we go into this final night, we pray that your spirit will be evident more than ever before. We pray that we will see your hand, we will see your face. Leprakoshatale, come and do in our midst tonight. Something you've not done in the last four days, oh God. La parakosha pala parabakosa te la kalakia sata. Le ando zakata ike porokos ketale. Le prakosa pale kasute kapale katuna kale karakosa ai. Le porokosa pela kokapale brakus ketila. Le poroko koko prokos kotoko prakos kapa ne akosa kata kapale paloko prokos katela le parakos kotoko prokos keta le ekatusa makase kitekeli kapala brado jabakela e anakasa diri akasutu ke palabara bakos kotola. Say, God, I want to experience you like I've not done in the last four days. I want an encounter with you like I've not done in the last four days. La akosa brekosa pale barakos kata. Le akusa pale prakosha pale kaskutela. 
le akosa palaka kaprakoshka tale badoza balika tuskite labai le palakosa pale parekusutuke palaida kosa bale emanota pale barokosha tale I need an encounter. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. Holy Ghost, reveal yourself to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. Holy Ghost. Would you reveal yourself to me? Would you open my eyes to see? I need an encounter. Ale barakona elalosa balakaskat ale. Emanosa balakute kaparakoshkat e. Le andoza bakosa palaparakoshkat a. Le porokuse palakute namakosaba. Le kotosoto kap ale kratoskita. Le koparakoskete la akusi kapale. E prekosanda kapare. E kai katoska pala bandoza ba. E krokosko toko prokoshke. Le katosa pala bando sotoka le prakuskete la balakuskete makoso toko poroko saba la akoso toko poroko sabale enakosa balakusketila le krakoskete le bakuskata ekata kapala barakusketi makosa dai la kusabale la kokoso tukapa mekosute kapa I need an encounter. I need an encounter. I need an encounter. Hey, Kabarakoshka Ali. I need an encounter. Say, God, I need an encounter. God, I need an encounter. God, I need an encounter. I need to see you today. I need to see you today. La barra do jabaka sitela. Ena kosa ba kosa pala pakora kashkitela. I 
Namako prado jacate kate kile prokoshkete. Ena koratasika rokoshabale. Ena rado jabakala protusekita palea. I want to see you today, oh God. Today, oh God, come on, let that be our cry this evening. I want to see you today, oh God. Show me your face. Show me your face, God. Show me your face, God. Show me your face, God. Show me your face, oh God. Lakatale barado jade. Manakora kashabakuteskatela barako shadela. Manakora dazute kapale barako sekete. Manakora kosa katala barako sketela. Nenekusa bale akade. And I want us to pray for Rev that God will overshadow him in his mind, in his health, that God will overshadow him. We speak strength. We speak strength in the name of Jesus. To every feeble bone, we speak strength in the name of Jesus. Overflowing 
Enareda kushkatala parakosi ketaya nakosayada. Hey, Father God, we speak strength. Let your spirit overshadow in the name of Jesus. We pray for revelation. Revelation like never before. Kadane kakoparakushanai katali. Emana kota baka sute kaparakushana kasi keta kada barabakusa baba baba ali. Rakotona kasi kete. Akala kona kasi ata. Abakosukapala Mando sikitiki Aredano kakaya da kushkete Aneda kadidiake dadarade Abako parako shatale brako skite la bakiskilai. Lebana kosketale poroko shabale kisketila. Father, we are ready to encounter you today. We are ready to see your face. We set our gaze on you and we prepare our hearts, O oh God. We set our gaze on you and we prepare our hearts, O oh God. Arena Anai katale kate kaha. 
Mareda kosa pakale kapare kisate la kande ki barakos kabalia. Le barakos kotoko prakos keteke parande kaskote kapale katus kitalea. Ayana kobarana yasute kapale kande kila barakos kabalia kasia lela. We set our hearts over. Our our hearts are prepared, our hearts are ready, God. Our hearts are prepared, our hearts are ready, God. Ene kaloko sabaka sute kapale anakusa daya de 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 ale. Ne kosketela. And we worship you. Namakosha kata yede kisketila. And we give you glory. Shalavadie koramba tiando broskete bele tie kavadiata. Unto the King Eternal, unto the Lord Almighty, the one who was, is, and is to come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lekoma atikaila bahasodi antela. Ashalaburi atemongo tielebedi. For there is only one found worthy. There was only one found righteous. Only one compares, and yea, is far greater and the fairest of men the man Jesus the man Jesus he alone is the mediator between God and man and we love you and we love you Yeshua thank you for your goodness towards us Thank you these last few days to start the year that you have been the mighty man in battle. That you have been the champion of our salvation. How we love you. How we praise you. Great God that you are. 
Shemalai runan zevrekita voros tavabiti ena mahatalia kaba. Zebeti le brokonan tabadiske levedon de lebrekida andoria taba. And tonight we ask that you would be good to us, just as you already have. That you would continue the tempo of the spread of your glory. Speak to us. Speak in us. Speak through us. Speak to us. Speak in us. Speak through us, O Look at your glory. For we can see it. Maria Kapa Ashtavon Devri Kadabari Atela. Thank you. Great one. Thank you. Great one. Great one. Naman Torika, even in our weakness, you are strong. Even in our failings, you are Lord. Even in our insufficiencies, you stand unchallenged. Glory to the Father. Glory to the Son. Glory to the Spirit. Thank you for sticking with us till the work here on earth is done. Somebody clap your hands, oh you people. And shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Come on, somebody. Give him thanks and give him praise. Hallelujah. Great Jehovah. Hallelujah. Shalaburiakaba. All right, everybody, you are welcome to the last night of the week of apostolic emphasis for the first quarter of 2023. Welcome to the presence of the Lord. Welcome to the place where God dwells. I'm so excited. Thank you for investing in yourself and in your year. Uh, I guarantee that you will not be disappointed that you did. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Ah, Ilavati. Ilavati. All righty. Uh, and, and it may be a bit shocked about some, some of you may be wondering, well, final night. Yes, because actually tomorrow night, as we end the week of apostolic emphasis tonight, Tomorrow night, we go straight, someone say straight into the first consecration journey of 2023, seven days of praying and fasting. Look at your neighbor and ask them, are you ready? It's a neighbor, are you ready? We, it's about, we're about to go in. Uh, we're going to take the juice that we squeezed off the fruit of this week in the word and in doctrine, and we are going to lay before the Lord. We're going to lay out, stretch out before God. Someone say stretch for seven days. Some of you are going to fast like you've never fasted before. Some of you are going to go for the first time two, three days without eating. Now, I mean, the, the, the consensus, the general fast is that we're breaking every day. Yes, 
But some of you are going to go for the first time in your life for multiple days without food. And you're going to love it. <laughs> you are going to love it. Uh, uh, you're going to pray like you never prayed before. Uh, some of you are going to pray three, four, five, six hours in a stretch for the first time as your spirit ascends the hills of Zion. And to help you out with that, we are going to be gathering on the final day of this consecration journey next week, Saturday. Uh, we said we would announce it today. Give us one more day. We're trying to tie something down real quick. We should, by God's grace, give you the announcement of the venue tomorrow. La Praandia Curesta Badiekelia. And you are going to be in the presence of God for. Ooh, he's in God good. For 12 straight hours. Crying before him. Tapping into the fullness of his glory. Receiving grace for the journey that is to come. It will be a time like no other. And I can't wait to share it with you. Of course, don't forget that this is the year of government. Government is the word for this year, 2023. Children have been born and now is the time that sons are going to be given. And government is going to be upon our shoulders. We are going to rule and reign for him as senators in Zion who can be deployed to every aspect of life, society, uh, and just humanity around us to devastate an effect for God and against the plans of the enemy. Uh, before we go into uh, to the word tonight, just remember at any point uh, you feel led and at any point for those of you who are regular financial uh, uh, partners with us here, tithers offering givers whatever it is the details will be in the video description and so once we get into the word i don't want to be distracted and so this is your reminder that you can always find those details at any time yes so bear sheet beginnings it's been a good time in the word now, before we go into the word tonight, I want, I want to do a little revision class, if that's okay by you guys. So, can, can some of you just, uh, just briefly remind us all what we studied this past four days? What did you take away from this last four days in the presence of the Lord? And so, I want to see in the, vid, uh, in the comment section on both you, the YouTube channels and Facebook, if you're on the podcast stream, you might be able to do that, that's fine. Uh, but you can find us in YouTube and in Facebook. The flyer details will have the handles for that. Can we just type in the comment section what you've picked up, what has stood out to you, what has changed your life, what has transformed you, what has been either your proceeding word or uh, has been a trigger to your proceeding word. And so I know you're about a minute behind on the stream from when I speak to when you hear me. It's about 30 to 40 seconds. And so I'm going to be patient and give you a chance to respond. One, two, three, go. Chrissy, can we put up a banner that, that uh, makes clear what I've just asked, a question as to what people uh, remember or struck them. So anybody who came in mid-sentence uh, who's wondering why there's a bit of a silence will understand why. Thank you.
So Delaros says Bereshith means the beginning. Yes, Hebrew grammar class. Yes. And Peniel says, I am responsible for my beginning. And I love that because truer words were never spoken. You and I are responsible for our beginning. Who else? What did you learn from this week? What has hit you this week? Because I want to make sure that I'm not just, you know, screaming at the top of my lungs, especially when my lungs should be recovering. I want to be sure that we are tracking in the Holy Ghost. So what else did you learn this week? Other than the fact that Bereshit means the beginning and that you are responsible for your beginning. Come on, somebody. Hit me. Let's go. Let's go. What else did we learn this week? What did you take away? What changed your life? What the power of speaking into your beginning. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is so, so good. The power of speaking into your beginning for Miranda. What else? Come on, folks. I'm not I'm not teaching anything new today until we have recapped this. I want to be sure that's not one of those, oh, that was a powerful week. And then a week from now, when the when the when the devil himself asks you what was so powerful about the week, you're like, M, M, M. Well, what had happened was Peniel says, I will not give up until I get the attention of heaven. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Come on, folks, talk to me. Talk to me. What else did you mine from this week? Santaraba Haile. Dr. Joke says a new year. Oh, so th this is from Jeremy. This is from my son, Jeremy, that a new year is not. Well, it, it's not just a new beginning because it's a new year that you need a proceeding word. Hmm. Proud of you, Jeremy. Delora says provision leads to seeking for what provision leads to seeking for what the demands are for such through. Um, help me out. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to understand how you put it. I know this is the three things we spoke about yesterday, didn't we? So can you, did you, is this a typo to be sure? Provision leads to seeking what the demands are for such through the communication of grace. God help for fulfillment. Okay, uh, I'll come back to that in a second. A season will only be as effective as the preceding word you receive from God at the beginning. That's right, Pastor T. At the 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 be, be beginning. At the beninging. The beninging. Yes. Rodney says he remembers us talking about Enoch and how his disposition and alignment triggered a new beninging <laughs> and birthed something new on the face of the earth. And the same can be said about us. And to that, I say yes. Yes, yes, yes. A thousand times yes. Okay, let's see what else. Dr. Jokes says, by Kadesh, that we all have access potentially to a new, a new beginning. And that is true. That is, that is a thousand times true. Yes, sir. Okay, anybody else? Jane Gordon. Jane, by the way, was it Jane or Jacqueline who sent in an email yesterday? I'm not sure, but one of you sent in an email. We got the email. We will add you to that by tomorrow. Understanding diligence is key. God responds when you're persistent. Yes. 
Chrissy says proceeding word. Oh, Chrissy wants to proceeding word, proceeding word, proceeding word, proceeding word. Yes, 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 and more yes. That's it. Proceeding word, proceeding word, proceeding word, and proceeding word. That's all that matters. And, and Chrissy, I agree. If, if nothing else, just remember proceeding word. All right. And so we've looked at what a beginning is from God's perspective. We've looked at the fact that at the beginning, it is Elohim in essence. Beginnings are, are triggered by supernatural and spiritual realities. In essence, you uh, cannot have a beginning uh, unless you first address the causal realm. So provision requires one. Yes. Okay. So yes, you put this in the right words. Yes. Provision requires one knowing the demands for it to happen through the, in essence. So you must know what the demands that there's a provision of grace. That there's a provision from the supernatural realm. Uh, you need to, this, is how faith works. You need to then, uh, know what those demands are because faith is always responsive. In essence, there is what you must do. So you know that you have a reality in the spirit when you first uh, dealt with, the fact that there's a provision that you have discovered clearly right you you know that you know that you know clearly what the demands of that provision are right uh and then that you have received grace from heaven to meet those demands and that anything else is simply an exercise in futility and i know about you but i'm not really interested in exercises in futility kadesh and jeremy says you have to act according ladies and gentlemen these are my kids these are my sons these are my boys uh, just in case you don't know these are my children and i'm so proud of them i've never been prouder to be your, your dad and you know i've been proud to be your dad for a long time that you have to act out according to your preceding word the fact that you have a preceding word doesn't guarantee squat if there is no corresponding action yes 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 and more yes those are my boys in case you you doubt it all righty so um let us go straight to the word of the lord tonight oh let's see somebody else has put something to the degree that one ah yeah, ooh, someone's been listening you see, things like this make me feel like my life hasn't been wasted. To the dig listen, ladies and gentlemen, listen, listen, listen. This is this oof, oof, oof. This is beautiful. To the degree one can give themselves to a spirit. In essence, the same degree to which you give yourself to the demands, the the, the realities, the the idiosyncrasies of the of a spirit is the same degree to which you can manifest or that spirit can manifest its reality in and through your life in the world of men and again to that i say shandai skidiata true words were never spoken miranda wants us to remember we looked at see it's all coming out now you see one person starts to talk and for those of you just coming in we're going through some of the things we looked at this week i want to be sure that we're all not just listening but that we are digesting Paul tells Timothy, his son, that there is the need to wage a good warfare. Someone say wage a good warfare. In essence, that the prophetic word is not just informational, uh, but that it also is a weapon. Hear me. 
the prophetic word is a what? It is a weapon, a weapon that can be used to download the reality of the fullness of all that God has said. We looked at the fact, remember, that a word in Zechariah chapter 1 can take a whole, ah, a word can take a hold of you and bring you. Mm. A, word, a word can take a hold of you and bring you. Mm. One more time, that a word can take a hold of you and bring you to God. That a word from God is a return ticket device that is able to bring you back to the very place from which the word proceeded from. That, that one of the ways that God opens the dimensions of his logos, of who he is objectively, is by giving you a subjective promise. Can you hear me, somebody? And that when that subjective promise is engaged, it has the capacity to bring the hearer into the economy someone say the economy into the economy of what the word was designed to release yes sir Alrighty. so let us on that note let us go straight you know i i am encouraged i'm excited to know that you guys have been you'll be surprised how many people hear god's word and don't digest it they just you know oh that's beautiful that's a word that's a rev that's a rema but there's nothing lasting there's nothing that can be on which a hat can be hung and so i'm excited to know that y'all actually did tap in to the fullness of the economy of all that god was saying Oh, one more thing. Okay, so Miss Deborah says the ability that the ability to ch oh, this is good. See, you know, th th this will preach all by itself, right? This this revision class tonight in itself is a preach, right? That listen, listen, listen. That the ability to trigger a in essence, a a human being has the God given right to trigger their own beginning within. The, the 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 flow of heaven's sovereignty in essence there is an element that, to which the sovereignty of heaven cannot be dealt cannot be removed from the equation completely but that within the confines of that sovereignty that a human being has the ability to trigger to trigger a beginning by their disposition of faith expectation and yieldedness in essence a human being can say I will trigger a beginning by following a protocol we looked at and heaven will respect it. That something must first be created. Oh, this is good. This is good, folks. This is good. I love this. That something... <clears throat> something must first be created and molded in the spirit for it to be brought into the physical realm. This is so good so 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 good Peniel, that a word is a portal yes we looked at that already and what that portal can do that a word is a portal and we looked at what that portal has the capacity to do mm. shamiata anybody else anybody else this is good this is good 
that nothing, yes, Kadesh, that nothing was the beginning before God, that God is the ultimate beginning. Yes, and the fact that uh, he existed at the beginning in Genesis 1 means that it cannot have been the ultimate beginning. Yes, son, that, that's a nine-year-old going on 10-year-old, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, it's one whose father I'm so proud to be, well, nine and an eight-year-old. Alrighty, so um, I think we can... I think, we, I think we can get into tonight's word unless anybody else has anything that they would like to add. If not, let me know. Or if so, let me know quickly. Yes, we looked at the transmission. Well, Monica, the, the, you're opening a can of worms, so let's leave that alone. <laughs> because otherwise, that will become tonight's word. That will become tonight's word. All right, tonight let's go to the book of 1 Peter chapter 20 chapter 1 verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 30 23. Whew. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. Mm. Katabadia telam vrunante plekista vadia tuo. Ish baninqua tela. Ish baninqua, baninqua. Aeko ros de vende le curianante. Ilvaro riabaradish kele brados na atelengo tarika. Zibrado riacaban zobreketi. Thank you, Lord. Right, so tonight we're looking at 1 Peter 1.23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Motidela was adding one more thing. Yes, the fact that we have in the New Testament by the proceeding Rema word of God, what Peter refers to an even more sure word of prophecy than the one that was the audible voice of God in the Mount of Transfiguration. The Peter is referring to the audible voice of God in the Mount of Transfiguration and he calls it an even more word short of prophecy. And so that we looked at the fact, if you remember, that wherever the correct understanding of who God is, what he is, how he functions, what he requires of us, and how we must relate and engage with him, aka the Logos, wherever that exists and is correctly engaged, that you have the fullest potential of what and all that God is. In essence, you cannot diverse the power of God, the wisdom of God, the grace of God, the substance of God. In essence, if you correctly discover, discern, and approach and engage the Logos, you will 100% of the time, Listen, you will 100% of the time engage the fullness of the fullest fullness of all that God is. In essence, if there is anything lacking, if you see something of God in another person's life and operation that you have not been able to tap into for yourself, it means very, very clearly that there is a dimension of the Logos that you have not yet completely engaged. Did you hear that? If there is any dimension of the fullest state of all that God is that is absent in your life, it is a sign 
that there is a dimension of the logos what who how and why he functions that you have not fully come into encounter with if you come into encounter with the logos you'll have the fullness of his essence and the people of god said amen Alrighty, so let's get to the word of the lord for tonight thank you jesus being born again now tonight this scripture may not seem too appropriate for how i start and i'm stressing how i start um but oh but as we go along you will see by the time i finish you will see why this is extremely apropos. Now, you know by now that when a scripture starts or verse starts with something like being, you know, we, we're students of the word of God, we know that there, it means there is a meaning or an understanding that we are missing here, that it would do us good to go back and correctly engage. So let's look at the few verses before. Now, you see this uh, punctuation here. If you went to university at the same time as me, you know what that is. Because back then, it seemed that all our professors and all our, um, what you might call them now, all our lecturers were so focused or they demanded that these be there in every single thing that we did, you know, especially when you were, you were checking your work, when you'd send your, so in the days where universities were starting to deal with, um, IT fully and so you'd send your work to your professor to check and he'd ask you to leave the tracking of the changes in when I was doing my master's degree and he wanted to see these there because he wanted to know where your thought processes were beginning that's the paragraph symbol it means that you are beginning sorry let me get this uh you know what one second guys let's see this is it's hot in this room let me see if this will feedback And so if we don't get any feedback, then I would rather not have that big thing on my ear. By the way, we are almost completely done. Uh, for all intents and purposes, we're done with our move out of the embassy building. Thank you for everybody who helped. Uh, there is one more trip by the contingent going there tomorrow, and then we will be straight. Okay, so awesome. Can you guys hear me clearly? Any feedback, anything like that? If not, then I would prefer to continue this way so let me know is everything okay good and so this tells us that a train of thought has just begun a a, a, a sentence or paragraph has just begun it says seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth how do you purify your souls Tonight's going to be interactive, so talk to me. According to this scripture, how do you purify your souls? The answer is, thank you, Kadesh and Jeremy. The answer is by obeying the truth. Somebody say obeying the truth. You purify your souls by obeying the truth 
there is something about an instruction from God. But actually, not it goes beyond an instruction. There's something about the correct, the logos as we just describe it, right? The correct body of understanding of who and what and why God is. That means that when you correctly engage that reality of who, what, and why God is, listen to me, it will bring you, it will bring you into a state that the Bible refers to as having your soul purified. Our souls, our minds, our wills, and our emotions. In essence, when God sees that there is anything less than perfection in how you think, how you, sp how you feel, and how you decide, the answer is not prime. Listen to me. For those of you who are in seasons of your life where uh, you are in a place where you are trusting God to perfect areas of your life that are less than perfect. Hear me. The primary mode of heaven for this is not quote and unquote deliverance. In fact, what you and I call deliverance, the Bible says you shall know the truth and it shall set you free. And if you know me well, you know you are talking to a man, right, who is very, very, I mean, like Paul says, I speak in tongues more than you all. I do deliverance more than you all. Does that make sense? Me and and the ministry of deliverance we're not we're not we're not uh, we're not strangers. Does that make sense? I have walked by the grace of God in the favor of God to deal with the negative demonic now for the for the for the for the better part of at least sixteen, no, seventeen, eighteen years. It's over seventeen, almost eighteen years ago now. To when I regularly, when I say regularly, I mean almost every day. Listen to when I almost every day of my life, so every week, sorry, not day, where almost every week of my life, I was in a room with a person who was seeking God for deliverance from demonic affliction. I understand the supernatural. I understand the place of the glory of God overwhelming a person and breaking yokes in the mind, in, in the decisions. I, I understand the place of the supernatural in freedom from sin and addiction in freedom from bitterness and unforgiveness, in freedom from perversion and, and a wrong reality, and in also freedom for things like poverty, from things like failure. But hear me, God says, first of all in John, in the book of, uh, in book of 3 John, let's go there, Chrissy, 3 John chapter 2. Let me slow down and break this down. Uh, I need to slow down and break this down. I want to be sure that I leave nobody behind. I believe above all things that you may prosper. This is God's will for you, especially at the beginning. That you may prosper, hear me, and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So God is tying the fate of your life this year, listen, to the prosperity of your soul. In essence, heaven knew this first before the motivational speakers among us, before the coaches among us 
of whom I am one. Heaven understood, listen, listen, that when your soul prospers or the degree to which any reality, any positive reality can find expression in your life is the degree to which your soul has been brought into correct homostasis and reality with that level. This is what some people call the law of attraction. And they take it to horrible, sometimes demonic extremes. But it's a very simple principle at its core. It means that the prosperity of your life will always be tied to the prosperity of your soul. Let me repeat. The prosperity of your life, in essence, how well you do in every area of your life will be tied to the condition of your mind, will, and emotions in that area. So when heaven wants to do a work in you, it will go for your mind, your will, and your emotions. And notice here, it says even your health. Can you see this? Even something as seemingly innocuous as your health, is tied to the well-being of your mind, your will, and your emotions. It can be a new calendar year all you want. If it is not a new, in essence, if there is no difference between how you thought decided and felt in a previous season there will be there will be no difference in your fortunes in this season some somebody please let me know that you understand what i'm trying to say here that if there is no difference in how you thought felt and and how you thought felt and decided in a previous season of your life the fact that the calendar has turned will not mean that there will be a difference in this season. Let me repeat one more time. If you still think the same way you thought last year, you still feel, and I don't mean the feelings that come your way, I mean the things you choose to feel. The Bible says whatever thoughts are this, this, that, and that, think on them. The way you can choose your thoughts, you don't choose what thoughts hit you, hear me, but you can choose the thoughts you choose to think. The same way you can't choose what feelings hit you, but you can choose the feelings you decide to consciously think. And the Bible is saying here in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, that if you have not taken the time to actively change, if you've not done the work, if you've not allowed the process, or you've not engaged the process, sorry, that allows for a shift in your soul. Delora says it's insanity expecting a different result. Yes. And I'm specifically saying now the, 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 the insanity is if you haven't changed one or more of how you think, how you feel and how you decide do not expect any difference in your life you can pray you can fast you can do consecration journeys you can attend 
week of apostolic emphasis you can go for deliverance oil can be poured on you in fact listen to me any change you attempt externally because this is the real law of attraction from the bible any change that you attempt externally that did not first begin or is not corresponded to internally will at best be temporary and at worst be destructive if you attempt to change something by the manipulation of the natural realm that you have not first paid the price for in your soul in your thinking feeling and deciding you will not just end up back where you were before the bible says your last state will be worse than your first So it is very, very imperative that when a beginning comes that you are holding on to hope of a transformation or a shift, that you first take the time to engage the unseen realm. And like I said, whatever you do in the unseen realm, whatever you do by prayer, by fasting, as we looked at the other days, by spiritual activity, when you begin to engage a spirit, in the unseen realm it responds by addressing your mind your will and your emotions because you can only prosper to the degree that in your health and your finances and your 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 success and your spirituality you can only prosper to the degree that your mind your will and your emotions have prospered anything else is an exercise in futility and if you understand this give me an amen so what i'm in essence saying is this when you've done that work when you've paid the price when you have engaged a spirit and it has begun to give itself to you that spirit will begin an induction process that is designed to address your mind, your will, and your emotions. Let me repeat myself. When you have engaged a spirit correctly, when that spirit is satisfied with your super, with your engagement of it from the other day, in essence, when, when you have done the work in the causal realm, to gain the attention of a spirit and the spirit has decided to give itself to you listen it will begin to brood over your mind your will and your emotions in essence it starts to work on your soul and one of the first things that spirit will do on your soul is what the bible we saw here now in second peter one as a purification in essence spirits are jealous spirits are jealous beings when the bible says that the lord god is a jealous god it's not just talking about jehovah alone mm. jehovah is not the only spirit that's jealous all spirits are jealous all spirits are jealous and so that spirit will begin an induction process designed to purify your soul mm. someone say purify your soul in essence it wants to get rid 
from your mind, will, and emotions any reality that is not compatible with how it functions. Anything that will get in the way, that will dilute, destroy, or affect your ability to do business with that spirit, it will come for. Mm, yeah. It'll come for. And in the process, a war of attrition will begin. This is what we call alignment, right? It simply is a spirit saying, okay, you have my attention now. Let's ride. But to ride correctly, listen, there's a process. And this is that process. Seeing you have purified your souls, oh, you can't see my screen, sorry. By obeying the truth through the spirit. Okay, so that's what we say comfort. Well, that's what we spent the last year describing. In essence, how it begins to reveal, like we saw with the life of Abraham in the first few days, where a spirit begins to reveal itself to you. It begins to visit you in dreams and visions, in the word of God, in the case of God. It begins to move over your life and give you no peace. In essence, a spirit is on your case. In the case of God, everywhere you turn, there's a rebuke, there's a correction, there's a conviction. Where God has made up his mind, this is the season where I want to manifest in and through you, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get your attention. That's what I'm talking about. All right? Okay. So let's 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 go further. Let's go further. In obeying the truth through the spirit, and you see the word spirit here, right, is the capital S, not the small letter S, it's a capital S. In essence, this is the person of the spirit being spoken about here. So we see two words, truth and spirit. Our souls are conditioned to participate with a divine being. Listen, listen. By obeying a truth, it's not, it says the truth now. So it is not a particular truth. For instance, if I say my name is Israel, that is a truth. The truth is the person of Christ as the Logos, right? It is the reality of what and who God is, how he works, how he functions, what he's, in essence, it is a finite, well not finite, but a definitive a set of realities, principles, and perspectives. And so when you will engage in going to the next realm in the spirit, there will be an obeying of the truth that is required through the spirit. And here comes the conundrum. First of all, I will suggest to you that it is not even possible to obey the truth except through the spirit. Like we've like we flogged to death, there are dimensions of yieldedness to God that only a spirit can help you with. 
There are dimensions of yieldedness to God, to any, any deity. There are demands of consecration and alignment that no human being in their own power can successfully successfully attain to. Are you with me? There are things in God, there are levels of yieldedness that you can do your best and your best will not be good enough. And listen to me, I am now of the opinion that this is by design. It is only through the spirit that the truth can be obeyed. But also hear me, even if there was a way to obey the truth that is not through the spirit, God would not be interested in it. It would not meet the designs of heaven. This is why those who do not have a relationship with God, who live even more holy and pure than many of us believers, are no better off in the eyes of God than any other heathen. Because there must be a coming together of grace and truth. And grace, listen to me, grace is a currency of a spirit. Grace is what? It is a currency of the spirit realm. So, one of the first signs that this process is working is that you now have the capacity. So, and, and I say this humbly, people have asked me several times over the years, how do you walk in love? You know, and, and whenever I hear that, I feel, I feel humbled because it's been a journey. Um, and so it's almost gratifying to hear people affirm the fact right, that uh, that process has found expression in me. But one of the first signs that you are now under the economy of a spirit is that its emotions begin to flow through you. Now, the devil has emotions. Shongo has emotions. Hear me by the spirit, somebody. Oya has emotions. <laughs> Uh, Jesus, Zeus has emotions. Uh, all, all these other spirits, right? They all have emotions. And so when a man begins to walk with a spirit, the burden of the thoughts and emotions of that spirit begin to find expression in the man. We looked at this during the It Is Written class. It is written uh, curriculum over 40 days, right? That while God is love... Right? So he is love. That he is. So why he is spirit, sorry. So what is God spirit? Who is God love? And so one of the signs that this process has occurred or is occurring is the birthing of an unfeigned. It means it, you can't fake this level and dimension of love for other believers for all men in general but for other believers in essence god begins to deal with beef 
unforgiveness, malice, right? And things of the sort. Why? Because you can't get the fullness of God as spirit if you're not yielded to the fullness of God as love. In essence, the first sign is that there becomes a capacity to respond to your fellow man as an avatar of God. You can't respond as an avatar of power if you can't respond as an avatar of love. Uh, now, this is a bit of a diversion, but I just need to deal with this for somebody. Uh, okay, so let me... No, no, there's something personal I want to talk about, but I think I'll let that go for now. I'll talk to you about this because this is something that God and I and somebody else are still resolving. So I want to wait till the fullness of the resolution is complete. But in essence, your letting go of bitterness and malice and unforgiveness is not how you purify your soul. It is merely the sign that your soul is being purified. Are you hearing me, somebody? I repeat, these things are not how you purify your soul. So your soul doesn't get purified because you decide to forgive, you decide to walk in love, you decide to no longer hate, no. But if you are being purified in your soul, it is in, in essence, it is possible to decide to walk in love or try and walk in love and forgiveness and in, in correct standing with your fellow man without a purified soul. You fail, but it's possible to try. But it is impossible for your soul to be purified and for this not to be one of the first areas. In essence, when a, a, a man who's been abusive to his wife and his children, when God begins to work on him, there becomes a conviction to say, you know what, I need to put some things right. I need to fix some things. I need to forgive some people. I need to ask for forgiveness. I need to mend my ways. Mm. Okay. But that is just the beginning because now we see this the colon, in essence, this gives rise to this. This, verse 22, gives rise to verse 23. How, you ask? Well, I'm glad you did. Now, we looked during the It Is Written curriculum, we looked at the, um, the concept, right, of being born again. That it really means... Genio anathen. Let's look at that real quick. Verse 23. Let's look at that real quick, shall we? So, being born again, right? Ana genio. Ana genio. Now, it's translated genio anathen in other parts of the New Testament. But the, the word genio is there. It's the same word. So let's look at this now. Anagenio means to produce again. To be born again, born anew. To have one's mind changed. Listen, can you see the word mind there? Now, I know it's a spiritual reality. I'll show you that in a second. But the effect is to have one's mind changed so that he lives a new life and one conformed to the will of God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the definition, according to the Bible, of being born again. Can I or nothing? 
to have one's mind changed so that he lives a new life and one confirmed conformed sorry to the will of god Now, let's look at that phrase in the Bible, born again. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. John 3, 3. This is the first time it's used, right? Okay. So let's look at what it says here. John 3, 3. Now, you see, this is the phrase I spoke about, genayo anathan. Now, genayo is the same word, right? It means to be born. Anathan here is the word you use in place of ana. Now, anathan and ana share a Greek stem, a Greek grammatical stem, right? Okay. So, let's look at this here. Genayo anathan, right? So, we know genayo literally means to be born, to be produced from something, to have your paternity arise from something, right? Now, the word anathan here is what I'm interested in, right? Okay, so it means from above, from a higher place of the things which come from heaven or God. Remember now? A beginning, in the beginning, Elohim, spiritual, right? Spiritual entity. So, another means from a spirit dimension. Now, if you put together Genayo Anathan from John 3, 3, right? And Anna Genayo from 1 Peter 1, 2, 3. They are both translated born again in the English for a reason because the understanding is the same. They're showing you the same process, right? One from the spiritual dimension and the other from the effect it has in the earth. In essence, it starts off as a spiritual reality. You gain a paternity from the heavens. There is a supernatural act. We looked at this during the It Is Written 40-day teaching. A supernatural act by which you are conceived and reconstructed from the heavens. You are now fathered from a dimension, right, in the realm of the spirit. Having said that, First Peter one, first for First Peter, right, is showing us here that the effect that has, in essence, the supernatural dimension, the, the effect of the supernatural encounter, if, if the real thing happened in the spirit, if you really were born again from a spiritual height, there will be a transformation in your thinking, your, your deciding, and your feeling. Your mind or your soul, listen, will be a beneficiary of that transformation. In essence, if Anaganeo did not happen, 
or if we cannot see at least the beginning stages of anageneo then it means that we did not have a true and authentic process of genio anathen does that make sense let me repeat if there is no demonstration of anageneo then it is likely that there was no true occurrence of anageneo it means you had what i refer to as intellectual salvation intellectual salvation it means you are trying to claim a spiritual reality on the basis of you having agreed with what it should be but the proof that you were born from above is that you have been born again in your reality of your mind your your thinking feeling and deciding are you with me somebody and this is why as i taught during the it is written sessions salvation is not just a one-time event it is a progressive thing because according to romans chapter 12 let's go there what does it have to do with what we've looked at all, all, all week long? Be patient, be patient, we'll get there. Slow down. I'm, 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 you know, this is the last night. I'm trying to cram a whole lot into it. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed, listen, to this world, Let's look at the word world there now. By the way, are you guys following me? Please let me know. I, I, I want to slow down because I understand that there's a whole lot we're dealing with today. And I don't want to just run for the sake of running. Please let me know if you're tracking. Please let me know if you're tracking. I want to know that you're tracking. Please let me know. Are you tracking with me so far? I want to see some responses before I go any further. Are you tracking with me so far? I will not take another step until I know that you are tracking. Okay. So, be not conformed to this world. It's the word ion. And again, what does ion mean? Ion means season or period. The same thing we saw in Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, we know that the worlds were framed, the seasons were framed. So the Bible is saying here that there is a present season. Now, we know that this is both, um, both, help me out now, both universal. In essence, there is an age right now. We are currently in an age in eternity and that there are powers of the age to come and that we can tap into those powers in essence we can live like we are in the millennial reign we can live like we are in heaven we can live like like the rapture has come and gone to a degree we can backdate and download some level of the reality of the future perfect kingdom of god into this kingdom if we are not conformed to the rules of this age that's true but this also uh, applies on a more on a more microscopic level if you will break out of a season of your life in essence if you are not going to be conformed to a world to an ion to a season 
many of us are now conformed to a season from 10 years ago 10 years have passed but you are still conformed and now let's look at the word conform because i love this word let's look at conformed let's look at conformed it's the word sis kimatizo sis kimatizo keep that in your mind now let us see what sis kimatizo means listen to conform oneself one's mind and character to another's pattern to fashion oneself according to Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, are you, are you, are you following? Are you following? To fashion oneself, one's mind, again, mind and character, according to another's pattern. It comes from two Greek words. The first is the word sin, S-Y-N, sin. Sin means with or according to together with resemblance, possession, instrumentality, additioning. In essence, it means proximity and partnership. And then the second word, schema. We've seen this before, haven't we? The habitus as comprising everything in a person which strikes the senses, figure, bearing, discourse, actions, manner of life. It means how you function, your reality. Schema is translated as fashion in the scriptures. Now, the Bible is saying here, let's go back, sorry. Schematizo means, remember, to fashion yourself according to something else's, another's pattern. So, According to this verse here, help me, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me. I need your help tonight. Holy Spirit, I'm pleading, help me. I'm, I'm frail, I'm human, I'm imperfect. This is so important. Someone's life depends on this. Someone's future depends on this. I say, help me. Give me language, give me verbiage. Work through the, the fatigue and the pain, work through the, the brokenness of my body and my mind. Your word says that in my weakness, your strength is made perfect. Lord, my, my, my intellectual and physical faculties are not functioning at maximum capacity tonight. So would you take over and birth this in a way that all who need to receive it can receive it in perfect communication. And Lord, when you do that, it will be clear to them that the glory is yours and not mine because I acknowledge in their hearing my frailty. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to try. Like I said, my, my mind and my body are struggling, but I need you to get this. That a world, in essence, a season, the word world here is better defined as season, ion. A season can conform your mind, your schema, in essence, the way your life works. In fact, when I look at a person today, 
I know that there was a season in your life that you are conformed to. Are you hearing me, somebody? I can look at you today and immediately know that there is something from your past, that there is a season from your past that is completely responsible for who you are right now. What season are you conformed to, ladies and gentlemen? I repeat, ask your neighbor for me. What season are you conformed to? Let's go back and look at that word conformed again. Schematizo. This is important. Help me, Holy Ghost. Schematizo means to conform oneself, your mind and character, to the pattern of something or someone else. Now, it's two words, it's two root words are sin, which means with or in, in, in connection, in association with something, right? And then schema. And it says here, schema means the Greek, uh, the, the Latin word is habitus, meaning everything in a person that can be engaged with the senses. Everything about you that I can smell, hear, understand feel experience in essence whatever about you can leave an impression on another person B your bearing your figure your discourse your actions your manner of life that's schema in essence if you put that together do you see that it is saying to you that the fact that you walked out of a season does not mean that season has worked has walked out of you because a season will work in you let me know that you get what i mean when i say that that the fact that you have walked w-a-l-k-e-d walked Hello? All right, can you hear me now? So, you can be trapped in a season that you have chronologically left behind, but the season has not left you behind. You can, your life can be conformed to a season. And the Bible says when it's time for a beginning, when God wants to change the season, his instruction to you is, don't be conformed to that season. How? The only way to leave a season behind is to be transformed. Colleen, the season doesn't just leave a mark. The season leaves you in a mode. 
The season molds you into itself. And even though the calendar has turned, you are still trapped in the form of that season. In essence, the season forms you into a form and you are stuck in that form. If there was a season of abuse, you can be stuck there. See, I should know this one. A season of failure and shame, you can be stuck there. A season where you had no... Okay, let me, let me make a confession. The Bible says that he that is in honor and does not know it is worse than a beast of the field. God had to shout that scripture at me recently. About a year ago, the Holy Spirit said to me, son, you're a beast of the field. And I said, what do you mean? There was a season of my life as a spiritual leader where many of my sons and my daughters, by their behaviors, demonstrated a complete lack of regard and respect for me. Either in how they treated me, in essence, some of them to my face cursed me out and insulted me. Some of them said things about me and, you know, whatever in public. But then even those who didn't say and do certain things. I'll give you an example. There is a way you can, like I told a son of mine recently who was involved in, basically he did something in his private life that violated the way I had raised him. And I said to him that you have demonstrated disrespect for me as your father by your personal choices that are now affecting you. In essence, there's been a lack of value for the counsel and the teaching and the training that I have been attempting to give you for years. So the mixture of those two things formed me into a state where subconsciously what was written on my heart was, you're not, you're not a valid spiritual father, in essence. You're not worthy of honor and respect as a spiritual father. And so, for years, many of you were frustrated, and I know, I'm telling you that I'm aware, many of you were frustrated because there is this man in whom you discern so much value, and in whom you send so much of God in for you. And you're doing your best to engage with that man. And for years, that man was a closed book. In essence, it wasn't that I didn't love you. It wasn't that I didn't know that you needed me. It was that I was stuck in a season that had formed me into a headspace where I have no value as a spiritual father. So how do I father you when I know in my heart wrongly, but when I quote and unquote know that I have no value? So I am running away from every relationship that is attempting to install me in a place of spiritual value because a season of my life of pain, shame, and and I'm and, 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 see, I'm not see. I've told this story before to some of you when I did uh, the interview with uh, Pastor Wonya Defala about mental health. Some of the things that happened in that season left me within an inch of my sanity, literally. As in, I almost lost my mind. I, I went through depression. So I'm not, I'm not making light of these things. I went through literal depression, right? Literal, almost diagnosable depression. Uh, I, I mean, my BP, you get the story. But the season shifted. All of a sudden, men and women some of them old enough to be my parents, are now trying to relate with me with extreme honor and extreme value. And for a period, I couldn't accept it because as far as I was concerned, 
subconsciously what had been written on my heart was you are not worthy of that level of regard and honor you get me mm. Whew. thank you jesus and so it took it took this process that I'm about to show you over the next few minutes tonight, over the next 20 minutes, this plane I'm trying to land is what saved me and brought me into my new beginning. I'm attempting to share it with you. If you would be so kind. Are you down? Are you interested? All right, let's go. So don't be seen schematizo but rather be transformed now what is transformed metamorphio or metamorpho be trans so the cure to being conformed to a season is transformation and what does this to change into another form to transform to transfigure in essence can you see that this is a spiritual reality so we looked at the fact that Genai or nothing, which is a spiritual dimension, a spiritual experience of being born again, in essence, a supernatural transformation will produce anagenaio, which is the literal salvation and transformation of your mind and reality. We've looked at that. Now let's see the exact opposite direction. That you can reverse the effect of confirmation which is a, 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 a mental, a mind, or a soul reality by, right, the transforming. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That you can be transformed, which is experience a divine reality by the renewing of your mind. So you see, you can go back and forth. When you start the journey, you need to be born again. You need to have a supernatural experience. You need to encounter a spirit for that spirit to begin to work on your reality. But when it's time to move into a new season, in essence, once the initial encounter with a spirit has begun this lifetime process, every time the spirit wants to change the chapter, it now needs to work through your mind first. Let me know if you understood what I just said. Let me know if you understood what I just said. The lifetime of the transaction begins in the supernatural realm. And that supernatural encounter with the spirit gives the spirit license to begin to upgrade your reality, your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. But every time the spirit wants to move you into a new season post the original transaction, that spirit needs to now start by upgrading things in your reality in each season so you are transformed you encounter you become or you you uh you experience a supernatural transformation you experience bokar you emerge you elevate you step into government you become on another level you 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 ascend into realms of glory not primarily by fasting and praying all the fasting and praying does is give you the template and the environment where there can be a renewing or purifying of your mind or your soul it then says that this is what will help you prove 
in essence, demonstrate, we've looked at this several times before, the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So, Pastor, can you bring this to a head? I will try. In every season, there is a will of God. In every season, there is a, in every time, right, there is a will of God. There is what God wants to do in your life per time. It is good. It is perfect. And it is acceptable. It can only be correctly engaged when you transform. In essence, what God has for you is looking for a you. There is an Israel that is compatible with what God has for Israel. Until that Israel emerges, nothing that God has for him, well, until that Israel emerges, that dimension of what God has for him can also not emerge. And the way that Israel emerges, the pathway to that spiritual encounter of elevation and upgrading is a renewing of his soul, of his mind, his thinking, feeling, and deciding. And now you see where I started from. According to Second Peter chapter 1, that process is engaged, listen, by obeying the truth. So the proceeding word is designed to activate that process. Hmm. Help me, Holy Ghost. I repeat, the proceeding word is designed to activate that process. So when God releases a proceeding word in a season, the job of that word is to begin this journey. Your attempt to obey that word and what sometimes will be your failure, but your attempt to obey that word, your caressing, I'll give you an example. So um, uh, I hope they don't mind me saying this, but I'm proud about it. So you know, I'm, I'm proud of them. And so I'm proud to publicly associate with them. Um, so myself and Dr. Jake had a uh, an unexpected visit today. So our pastors, uh, Pastor Musa and Pastor Eunice Bako from Sheffield, were passing from. Well, they were not actually they were not, they weren't passing by because they said they were passing by, but where they were coming from was way out of their way. And so they decided to visit uh, myself and Dr. Jaquer and the children today. And so for the first time, and we realized when they came, right, that even though we have been, um, even though we have been married for 13 years, so in essence, I, we have had a home to visit for 13 years, but myself or Pastor Musa and Pastor Eunice have not been to our house in 13 years think about that 13 years so today was the first time they stepped foot in our home we've met in neutral places we've visited them very regularly there have been times in the past where they wanted to come but if, if history uh, serves us right it's the first time that in 13 years that we have seen them in our home and so i immediately understood the fact that god was trying to do something 
um, I just knew that this was not a normal set of circumstances. And we ate together, we talked together, we had fellowship together, and then when it was time to go, they began to pray. Ladies and gentlemen, I would have prayed, I would have paid, sorry, for a private jet. Hear me by the Spirit. I would have paid for a private plane <laughs> to go and pick them up simply for them to come and pray and make some of the declarations they made today in our home. The presence of God was thick. The glory of God was strong. Um, it was, it was an awesome thing. And they said some things that made me reach for my phone because I realized God was talking. And almost all these things are impossible. The pronouncements they made do not make sense. And that is where I'm going. They don't make sense because I realized as they were talking that I was confirmed, conformed to my last season. Now, I don't mean the one I told you about where I went through pain and everything. I've gone through that. But as of 2022, there was an Israel that was confirmed to what God was doing at that level at that time. And as, as this father and mother in the faith began to declare, I heard God announcing to us what his understanding of this next season should be. And there was a war in my heart because I, parts of me were thinking, and some of them had time frames attached. And I thought, that's not possible. And the Holy Spirit said, yes, this is this process happening again. So I am purifying your soul by a preceding word. That word is designed to engage a fight in you. Hmm. Mm. I hear me. The word is designed to provoke a, a reaction. And so I had to record some of it because I need to go and play it and wrestle with what God is saying about me. Because what God is saying about me shows me that even though, and trust me, I don't have a, I no longer have a problem with self-esteem. Let, let me make that clear. That season I told you about is in the past, <laughs> right? I have a healthy opinion of God's will for my life. In fact, if you, if you walk with me, you will, you will wonder, is this man a little bit arrogant? Just a little, you know why? Because... <laughs> ah, I, I, let's put it this way. Nothing about my present circumstances compares to what I believe is God's will for my life. And so those who don't know me may say I'm arrogant because I carry myself with a level of expectation because I know what God has said. One or two things they said, even by that level of expectation, made me go, hmm. 
And the reason was because they kept saying in this season, and I know the difference between a human being praying for me because they love me. The prayer started out as love. And at some point, many of you need to learn to discern the voice of God through the voice of the men and women over your life. I heard Pastor Musa and Pastor Eunice stop talking and I heard the Holy Ghost start talking through them. And he kept saying in this season, in this season, meaning not five years from now, not 10 years from now, he was saying in this moment, because the Lord told me clearly at the start of this year that this year was the beginning. Listen to me. This year was the end of a three-year cycle and the begin. So this year is a mid-year. It is part of the first three years of the decade, and it's also the beginning of the next two years. In essence, whatever they were saying has maximum, listen to me, whatever they were saying has maximum 24 and at most 36 months to come to pass. And so God has given something now that requires a wrestle. The same way if he says you're dead to sin and you're still fornicating or masturbating, he's giving something that requires a wrestle. I won't share with you what they said to me. Don't get jealous. Uh, but 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 it, it means that there now is a wrestle. In essence, he is attempting to retrans to transform me, to bring me from a season to another season by that preceding word. And the purpose is to upgrade and transition the function of my mind. Are you with me, somebody? Are you with me, somebody? I said, are you with me, somebody? And that's how this process works. That's how it works. When you first begin, it starts with thou shalt and thou shalt not. He's trying to upgrade your reality from sin, from addiction, from carnality. And that's why many of you will not see, not, not, it's not a curse. Nobody will see the wonders of God in the deep fully until they have come away. Paul calls the rudiments, the, the first principles, the, the doctrines of, I call them doctrines of babes. You're still arguing about some things. You're not ready for God. When you move, be, when it goes beyond sin, beyond behavior, it starts to become expectation. Because it says we should be born again, not of a corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible spora, the word of God, which lives and abides forever. If the word of God lives and abides forever, it means it is born from eternity. And you come from, listen to me, you are of the same stock as what your progenitors are of. Are you hearing me, somebody? You are whatever mom and dad are of. If you are born of something from eternity, it means there is a DNA of you that is not bound by time. This word was born in my heart in over the Christmas period I was in Sheffield but uh, Pastor Jockey and I were in Sheffield with our brother and our sister Reverend Gideon and his wife uh, Pastor Hassana Odoma and there was a day where we were chilling we were just chilling you know we were eating drinking 
and we just sensed it was time to pray and for the next hour as as families we began to contend in the spirit and the lord said something to me that birthed this word he said son in this season some of you will not conform to time he said the rules that govern time the rules that govern normal process will no longer apply to you because i will exempt you from them and and dr decay is here in the sec- in the comment section tonight she'll remember pastor eunice said the exact same thing today in our house when she was praying about us praying over us when i heard it i said once he has spoken twice have i heard and she was not there in sheffield when we we're praying but that's how it was born that day if the word that causes you to be born again that that transforms you from in essence you were conformed to a season god transforms you so you can move into a new beginning you are born again genai or nothing from another dimension it manifests in your reality and this manifestation is triggered by instructions and promises but if the word came from eternity it means that there is no season of your life that you should truly be conformed to it means there is never a time when you are bound by the rules of this current season the believer who is born again of an incorruptible proceeding word an eternal proceeding word always has an ability to transcend the rules of time by that i mean you don't go from a to b to c god by his word being eternal help me holy spirit retains the ability to cause a time skip at any point in time eternity is not just forever eternity means outside time it means there is no season of your life no set of circumstances no period no downturn no economy hear me by the spirit no no recession If you're raising children, no one should tell you, well, you know, when they're teenagers, they'll misbehave. No, that's time. Yes, we understand that normal children go through a season in their life where they act up. My children are not normal. My children are born of an incorruptible word, and therefore they will defy the process of time. Every marriage should go through five years where there's pain and argument. No. Your, if, if, if you engage this pre-marriage don't 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 court the way you want to court don't disobey god and say our marriage is special no you will report you so but if pre-altar you engage this correctly then post-altar you can see we're not going through five years of pain no our marriage is not conformed to this world because it is born again of an incorruptible seed and this ladies and gentlemen is the beauty of a preceding word not only does it kickstart a new season, not only does it move you from one season to the other by stopping your confirmation, but it carries the potential to make time irrelevant altogether. Because your reality becomes born again of an incorruptible word. I think we should pray. I think we should pray. Chrissy. While I gather my I gather my strength, can you can you can you come on audio and just lead us in prayer in this direction? I just I just sense a need to pray. I'll take over from you in a minute or two, but just come on audio and lead us in prayer for a moment. Somebody open your mouth and let's press into this and say, Lord, in this season, I am exempted from the constraints of seasons and times. Open your mouth and pray.
Shale Kumaila ile bodoria na manze brekilava dosta bradike. Zabunende brekista bazut. Ile bronon japra aturie kilabronante iliekuba. Father, by your proceeding word, by your proceeding word, I will be transformed. By your proceeding yes, word, I will be transformed. I will prosper as my soul yes, prospers. Lord. Father, by your proceeding word, let my soul be transformed. Mm. By your proceeding word, yes, give me the grace to wrestle with the word. Give me the grace to wrestle with the word. As your proceeding word comes forth, even the ones that has gone ahead, oh God, give me grace to stay with the word that I may be transformed by your proceeding word in the name of Jesus give me the grace to wrestle give me the grace to wrestle with your word and let your word prevail let your word prevail give me the grace oh God to be transformed by your word to be transformed by your word Kada bala braduza baleketa Emana kota Father, let me not be stuck in this season. I will not be stuck in this season. Even though it is a new day and a new dawn and a new season, I will not be stuck in the previous season, oh God. Let your word, la katosa bakaba, drag me out. Let your word, oh God, propel me into the new season. Drag me out of the conformity of this season by your word. Let your word be the rope to take me out of the of the previous season let your word would you let down your word oh god like a rope let it be what brings me out of this season into the next oh jesus yes jesus Yes, Jesus. Give me the grace to engage in prayer and consecration that the Hallelujah, atmosphere Jesus. may be created for your word to transform my mind. In this season, mm. give me the grace to engage in the spirit. 
spiritual activity to engage with spirit that uh that the atmosphere may be created yes. for your word for your proceeding word to transform yes. father right now i ask for yes, grace Lord. i ask for grace yes, i ask for spiritual empowerment oh god Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Oh, we give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Father, till the ground in this season as we go into seven days of fasting and praying the bible says in genesis chapter one that while the earth was shapeless and formless shapeless and void empty and void that the spirit of god was brooding over the waters and as a result when god said let there be light it was instantaneous Like we looked at on day one and two, beginnings are times for spiritual engagement. And they begin by the brooding of a spirit, such that the speaking, the promises and instructions of the two dimensions, promises and instructions of that spirit find instantaneous expression. For seven days, Lord, we will give ourselves to you in praying and fasting. Brood that when you sp and speak from eternity and let the marriage as we looked at in first peter of the spirit and truth produce spectacular outcomes break the constraints of time shift us out of seasons we have been stuck in into the eternal economy of your grace we give you praise and we give you glory in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Somebody clap your hands, O oh you people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands and shout to God with a voice of triumph. Welcome to the best days of your life. Welcome to a season like no other. We give God praise in Jesus' name. So ladies and gentlemen, um, I had to cram two or three days into today because today was the final day. And so I know it was a lot. And, you know, like I said, physically and mentally, I'm still recovering. So I hope the Holy Spirit answered my prayer to, to impart to you what you needed to hear in spite of my faltering uh, frail uh, uh, frame. Now, 
we have our marching orders for the next seven days. Now we know what to pray about for the next seven days as we go into the week of our, so into the consecration journey. Seven days of fasting and praying of 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 supernatural, supernatural, supernatural encounter. Pray like your life depends on it. Fast like you've never fasted. Pray like you've never prayed. Set aside quality time to engage with God. Put aside the things that distract you and the people that distract you. That you may step into the fullness of all that God has. And the weapons you deploy should be what you have heard over the last five days or so. Next week, Saturday, by God's grace, we will announce the venue tomorrow. We're still tidying up something. We'll finish it with 12 hours of prayer. Uh, it'll be in the London, the wider London area. If you can get down when you get the information tomorrow, do so. Uh, if, put this way, if you're coming from outside London, the odds are you will need to go at least into central London to get to where you're going. So in case you need to book a ticket already, most likely you're going to need to get to central London first if you're coming from outside London. If you're within the London area, hold tight. You can always buy your tickets on the day. That's fine. Uh, if you want to come and transport is an issue, and I don't know what the train strikes are going to be like on that day, but if those are some of the issues you face, let's know. We might be able to find somebody coming from your part of the country. And if you're coming from outside the country, let's know in advance as well so we can help you with advice on where to go, how to get here, potentially where to stay. And of course, the Sunday after will be uh, not, not, not a general assembly, but it will be a special Sunday because it's a Sunday after week of apostolic uh, the Sunday after the consecration journey. And so we're going to have a great time in the presence of the Lord. The details to give, as we said, are in the video description. God bless you as you obey the scriptural uh, inclination to respond with your substance to where you are blessed. For those of you who are regular givers, tithers, uh, and or kingdom builders, financial partners, thank you for all you do. I pray the blessing of a thousand times more upon everybody who connects with this house financially. See you tomorrow at 1 p.m. for our Sunday worship gathering. We're actually going to be coming to you from the city of Nottingham tomorrow. So the service will be holding in Nottingham. Uh, Chrissy, help me out. It's the the Leopold Hotel. No, 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 not Leopold Square. It's Chrissy, help me out now. Help me. It's Jury's Inn, isn't it? Okay. So the Leonardo, it's changed. So Chrissy, just come and announce it, please. Come, come on, come on air. Uh, audio and announce it so that i don't send people to the wrong location so formally jury's in good so please announce it to everybody because you can actually join us in person tomorrow in the city of nottingham go for it um yeah so it's the leonardo hotel nottingham formerly jury's in um station street nottingham ng23 bj i'm gonna put it in the comments and also uh social media so is that the one that is right beside the station the trains yeah so, the, so literally yeah. it's about three or four minutes walk from the train station in the city of nottingham so yeah. come one come all uh we'll, so chrissy how, how are we going to get the information out to everybody and yes, if so how i'm putting it on social media but the in-house group i'm already aware but okay. if you follow us on our social media pages and on facebook so facebook instagram that is going on facebook instagram can we put something on uh youtube as a community post for those on yeah YouTube yeah as well? sure sure awesome uh we might also see if we can get out an email if it actually it's a bit late for an email at this point so see you everybody tomorrow love you take care get ready come fasting tomorrow we begin love you guys take care bye bye
You know, the devil thought that he had won. The devil thought that he had played the fast one. But God had a better way. You can stay on the floor. You can stay here if you want to stay. Just sit here. He has called you to liberty. He has called you to freedom. Yeah. He has called you to liberty. You are now free. You are free. He's called you to liberty. He's called you to freedom. He's called you to liberty. His way is better. He's called you to liberty. He's called you to freedom. He's called you to liberty. Oh, his way is better. His way is better. His way is better. He's called me to liberty. He's called me to freedom. He's called me to liberty. Oh, better. Everybody
Jesus, your way is better. Jesus, your way is better. Jesus, your way is better. I am tired of doing it my way. I'm tired of doing it my way. Take over, take over, take over the wheels, take over the wheels. I'm tired of doing it.